Welcome to the Sales Influence Podcast, where we talk about finding the why in how people buy. I'm your host, Victor Antonio, and today I want to talk to you about funneling. Yes, funneling. This is going to be an interesting topic. I think you're going to dig it. All right, so I was watching this video by a gentleman by the name of Grant Cardone, great sales trainer, Grant Cardone. Look him up if you don't know who he is. And and my, by the way, as a sales trainer myself, I like to watch and read what other sales traders are doing and saying. I think that the best way to learn is to really absorb what everybody else is doing. Just kind of, you know, it's always good to get new ideas. Uh, I'm always asked, Victor, like, who's your competition when it comes to sales training? And I hate looking at it that way. I just, I don't have that perspective. I don't believe in competition. Many years I heard this phrase, and I'm going to say, give you this phrase, and I want you to remember this phrase. It said, amateurs compete, professionals create. Let me say it again. Amateurs compete, professionals create. What does that mean to me? I said, I don't worry about competition because that would be an amateurish way of looking at things. I like to be a professional. I like to create. In other words, I like to find new ways of doing things. I love to absorb new information. So I always scour the internet uh, and I'm always on the lookout for great books or if I'm on the internet, great videos. I mean, just information on maybe new approaches to selling, new studies on selling. And I'm always open to listening to other people's perspectives. Now, the other day I was listening to Grant Cardone's video and uh, I don't remember the title of the video, but it's, it's one of those that he does a live call, which I think are very cool sometimes. Now, in this video, in this, in this call scenario, he is trying to close a client. Now, the client he's trying to close is not the decision maker, turns out. And so they're trying to close him on a, I believe it's a three-year deal where they're paying $3,600 annually for X amount of salespeople. I don't remember the amount of salespeople, okay? So it's, it's, a, it's a hefty contract. And so he gets on the phone and it, ju- it starts out where he's already on the phone, but you can tell that you know he had his salesperson working the phone. It wasn't close, he wasn't closing it, so he just jumped in and he says, I'm gonna close this deal. And as he's doing the call, now this is hard for anybody, okay? And you know, I, I read some of the comments on YouTube and some people were kind of harsh because in the end, let me fast forward to the end, he did not close the deal. But for those who focus on that, they missed the point because there were some great learning moments in that video. And again, that's what I focus on. I go, you know, what are some great learning moments? What are some takeaways from this video that I could use or maybe even share with people like you? which is why I'm doing this podcast. But in there, Grant said something that was really interesting. He said, Vic, he didn't say Victor to me, but he says basically he's telling the audience, in this case, me, he's saying there's three things, and he tells the customer this, and he says it, and I'm gonna try to phrase this, and then let's talk about what he used. He said, Mr. Customer, he said, the reason you don't wanna buy, it's because one, you don't think it works. By it, I mean the sales training. You don't think it works. Two, you don't think they'll use it, or I could be wrong, or you're not the decision maker. Now, that statement was put in there on purpose. Let me say it again. He basically asked three questions. He funneled the customer with these three questions. Basically, he's funneling them into making a decision. One, you don't think our sales training program works, or the reason you're not buying, or to want to say yes is you don't think they'll use it, or I could be wrong. 
Now, he actually intentionally puts that phrase in there as to not offend the person on the other, on the other side of the phone, or, you're, or I could be wrong, or you're not the decision maker, which one is it? What well, turns out that the person wasn't the decision maker. Now, what's interesting about this uh, and the video was this three option thing here, this three option funneling was quite brilliant, I thought, because it's brilliant in its simplicity. Because what he's doing is basically figuring out where does this guy fit? Does he not think the sales training program works? Is that what he's thinking? Or if he buys it, he doesn't think his salespeople will use it. Or is he simply not in a position to make that decision? Now, by asking this question in this sequence, what Grant was trying to do is basically figure out what was his sales approach. For example, if the person says, you know what, I am the decision maker, I just don't think it works. Well, then he could have gone down that road and proved to them why it does work. He could have basically done some social proof, shown some examples of companies who've used the program and have been very successful. But let's say the customer says, no, I just don't think they'll use it then maybe Grant could have gone down the road of, well, let me show you how you can track how they'll use it or if they're using it. And basically, the software platform he's working with is a learning management system which allows you to track who's actually viewing the videos, who's taking the quizzes, who's completing the courses. So if the person says, I don't think they'll use it, then the sales approach or the pitch rather would have been, well, let me show you how you, Mr. Customer, can actually see who is using it and who isn't. And maybe you can use this as part of your evaluation when you sit down with your salespeople. That could have been his sales pitch. But in the end, the person simply wasn't the decision maker. And that was the deal breaker right there. Because, you know, when somebody defers to the higher authority, now that's a phrase you should memorize. When somebody defers to the higher authority, that basically means, you know, I can't make a decision. Uh, I got to get my boss involved. Uh, if you're a husband, you'll probably say something. I can't make a decision. Let me get my wife involved. She has to be involved in this decision-making process. That is one of the toughest deals to close because when somebody defers to another authority or a higher authority, it's hard for that person to get closed right there and then, which is why it was going to be a difficult sale to close. But the interesting thing was that Grant didn't know that till after he got on the phone, and it became evident on his post-interview after he got off the phone, his little post-interview conversation, is that the salesperson forgot to ask that key qualifying question, are you the decision maker? And sometimes we don't ask that question because I started thinking to myself, well, why didn't he ask it? And I think sometimes we're afraid to ask that. One is we don't think we have the authority to ask that question. Two, I think we're afraid to ask it because we're afraid of the answer we might get which is that they're not the decision maker. But in my world, it's better to know than not to know. So my question to you is, when you're talking to a person, you're trying to close a deal, how are you qualifying that buyer? How are you asking that key qualifying question? Listen to the way Grant said it. That was very clever. He says, again, one, you don't think it works, the sales training, or you don't think they'll use it. Then he says, or I could be wrong. You're not the decision maker. You know, and again, it's a very polite way of saying, or oh, I could be wrong, or you're not the, you're not the decision maker. Because if he just said, you don't think it works, you don't think they'll use it, or you're simply not the decision maker, it comes off a little 
arrogant and harsh. So by inserting that little phrase, I could be wrong, it's almost what they call a ventilating modifier phrase, right? It kind of makes it okay to say, you know, I could be wrong, but maybe you're not the decision maker. And I want you to think about these phrasings because are you asking those questions in your sales process? Too often we're talking to the wrong person because we never ask the question. Are you the decision maker? Yes or no? Another way of asking would be, you know, is there anybody else involved in the decision making process? That's another nice way of asking. Let me say it again. Is there anybody else involved in the decision making process when it comes to this product or service? This is a nice way of saying, you know, is there anybody else we should be bringing into the conversation? But bottom line, the big takeaway is you gotta qualify who you're talking to. Do not be afraid to ask that question. Look, I want you to get the right mindset. You're spending a lot of time trying to get a person on the phone. You're spending your time and energy once you got them on the phone, or maybe even go visit them. You drove all the way over there you have the right to ask the questions up front. Are you the decision maker? Or is there anybody else that should be involved in the decision making process? Should they be at the meeting? Because if you don't have the right persons, the decision makers, the key influencers at the meeting, you're wasting your time and your time is valuable. And I want salespeople, you to understand, don't let customers waste your time. Do not let them waste your time. Do not be afraid to qualify. Your time is valuable and make sure you're always qualifying to make Make sure you're talking to the right person. This is Victor Antonio for this Sales Influence Podcast. I hope that was helpful. Anyway, don't forget to leave me some feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or YouTube. Let me know what you think. I would greatly appreciate it. Also, check out my sales training website. You know the one, SeminarsOnSelling.com. I just added a new program on there. Oh, I'm excited. It's a prospecting system program. Uh, if you're having a hard time prospecting, getting new leads into your pipeline, this is the program for you. So check it out at SeminarsOnSelling.com. Lastly, I want to thank you for listening. This is Victor Antonio always reminding you, selling ain't hard when you know how. Take care. Hi, I'm Victor Antonio. I'm an author, sales trainer, and keynote speaker. I'm often asked, what makes a great speaker? Is it someone who delivers real content that the audience can use? Is it someone who engages the audience so they're part of the learning experience? Or is it someone who can motivate an audience to push them beyond their comfort zone and discover new abilities? The answer is yes. But the most important thing to remember is that I'm not there to look good. I'm there to make my client look good. Simply put, it's never about me and it's always about them.